Crosses episode 13, season two. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love my audience, man. Oh, episode 15. Excuse me. 15. I was about to say, we're hitting 13, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 15. I like 15. Uh, well, are we going through? Are we are we taking a break after Christmas or what are we doing this year? Because last, oh. last time we took a break, we ain't come back for a while. Nah, yeah, let, I don't think we need to do that again. We're going to rock keep, it Let's rock keep it the momentum going. Let's rock it out, man. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Spotify giving me the numbers, the numbers, numbers yeah, going up cool too. And they're not they're not up up, but they're they're improving. You know, it's yeah. like you can ask for you know with my with my sporadic uh, recording schedule. Um, let's just keep it rocking, baby. But I thank y'all yeah. for listening. Absolutely, Best questions in the world. I don't know if we have yeah. great questions recently. Um, let's talk about what I learned, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was thank it definitely gave Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, we spent it with my wife's family. So uh, you know, where, the boys where are you from? Huh? South Georgia? Middle Georgia. Um oh. Warner Robins area. Oh, okay. That's my sister. Uh, my sister was down there, Warner Robins, her husband. Yeah, yeah. So we were, we were hanging out down there and um you know, it, it, I think the cool part is, you know, my boys, they got to see, my kids got to see their cousins on my on her, on their mom's side mm-hmm. that they don't see as often as they do like my family because, we, you know, we're here. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it was cool because, you know, they picked up and, and you know, yeah, it's a bunch take, of it's a bunch of kids about the same age. And, it, don't take and long cool. for kids, it don't take long for kids to like, no. ain't like adults, like. Nah, Adults you know there ain't nothing like like Thanksgiving at the cousin's house anyway. Like, well, and then you know, there's another there's a there's another cousin that they have that's I think he's like three weeks old. He's a month older than DJ, mm-hmm. um, so his birthday is like the 28th of August, and you know DJ's 27th of September. So like they're they're real cool because they they are like two little peas in the pod, and it's so crazy that even though they're not really related, I mean they're not really um out, you know together all the time. But to watch them just kind of say, ooh, and, and like it's almost like very brotherly. Yeah. Just to see how they interact. It's, it, like you said, kids pick up, can, they can make friends fast. So it, it, it's. They only it, got to be cousins, bro. Like, <clears throat> I remember taking Drew to, who's it, Stonecrest or something? One of them all, they had like a little play area in the middle. I'm like, dude, got a best friend so fast. I'm like, can we bring him home? Like, where's your <laughs> parents? Like, <laughs> like, where's your parents? Like, your parents just dropped them off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He had to be like six or seven. Like, where are your, your parents at? Can we bring them home? Like, this ain't a uh, pound. We can't bring, bring kids home. That's how daddy's over there. Um, how's yours, YBA? It was good. We, uh, you know, normally I go to South Carolina with my family, big old family thing. We usually got 40 or 50 people there, but yeah. My brother, my brother had to get the kids up the day before Thanksgiving, so they came down here for most of the week, and then he okay. stayed with us. And so we just had Thanksgiving here, so nice. wasn't a whole lot of us. It was weird. It was, it was. Uh, I'm used to, you know, cousins running around yelling, scream. Of course, now they're all whatever the second generation of cousins is. Yeah, but uh, it was, it was a little quieter. But we had a good time. I, uh, will brag on myself. I, I cooked two turkeys this year. Okay, Ken. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, I, I'm getting pretty good at this. All did right. you fry them? Did you fry them or smoke? Them? I I didn't. I, I I cook it straight in the in the uh, in the oven, but I brine them for a long time. Like I okay. I, I I cook. I make my own brine. TLC. Yeah. Put TLC I put them in on. there. That's what? what I do. That's what I do when I make when I smoke turkey legs. I'll brine them for a couple of days. And I brine it. Ooh, it's that first one I did was good. Was, <laughs> I made my own brine. I used to buy brine and use that, but 
I started using my own, and it, I I like what I came up with this year. So, good. I, was, I was in charge of a couple of items. One I can't talk about on here. Yeah. <laughs> PG uh, podcast. Shout out to Officer. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Officer. Whatever his name is, Roosevelt. <laughs> Made a potato salad though. Grandma actually gave me compliments, bro. I'm like whoa, hey. like whoa. Hey, I got I got that tip though. When you boil in your potatoes, boil it in that chicken broth. Mm. No salt to it, just boil it in that chicken broth. It's the perfect amount of like seasoning. I was gonna add some seasoning to my my mayonnaise mixture, mayonnaise mustard mixture. You know, oh. but yo, it was a hit, bro. I don't have. I, I brought a mac and cheese one year. They were looking at me kind of crazy. So, but oh, but man. isn't it an awesome feeling when the ancestors start to start to give you the seal of approval? The fact, yeah, the fact that she even asked me to bring something like, all right, like, there, there are so many opinions on mac and cheese these days. Like, I'm just afraid to even try. Uh, no, listen, you the could, thing, you could hand me the magic recipe. I'm still not going to do that. You know, I think I saw the funniest meme for Thanksgiving. They said, if you make a mac and and cheese for Thanksgiving, you need to have five years experiences and three years and three references. <laughs> you got to have your references <laughs> like. There is no way I'm even touching that. Somebody more more than me has got to got to handle that right now. I've been dabbling with the mac and cheese, and I think I, I think me personally when I make mine now, I think I like the roux base, the um the roux base mac and cheese. Yeah, my roux, yeah, really? my, roux my, my roux don't be ruined though, man. Like I, my wife makes I, good, my wife makes a good mac and cheese, but my roux it, it's the ratio, man. Yeah, hmm. I, I don't know, but I, I saw a uh, some video on IG. I'm assuming. And like the grandma was like cussing out her daughter, like, yo, you don't be experimenting on Thanksgiving, bro. You, you showed on. Nope. You stick, you stick with the standard. You stick right. That is not the time to no experiment. Time, no, TikTok, no TikTok experiments on Thanksgiving, bro. You're gonna get cussed out quick. <laughs> All right, mm. guys. Well, we got some family news again in the in the uh public public eye. We got we got uh we got sons out here disrespecting their fathers. And Came to my mind, like, stop trying to be friends with your kids, bro. Yeah, you, you can be friends with your kids. I mean, be friendly. Yeah. But, like, when you got your kid out here just talking to you like you just one of the boys, like, we got to, we, it starts, it starts with the parenting, bro. Like, I can't ever imagine. What I'm talking about is, is a, a rapper named T.I., and he has a son. They had a reality show on VH1. Like, he's a pretty popular guy. Especially in Atlanta. And they were at the Falcons game in the suite. Shout out to Archer Blank. Put on a great performance. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I hate I missed it. I didn't go. I sold my tickets, but <laughs> I, I think the musical performances, man, was worth it alone. To I see know Luda drop man. out the ceiling. Yeah, hey, mm-hmm. I, I made a nice little penny on it though, man. Shout out to Arthur Blank, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for my season tickets almost. Anyways, um Dang. uh so Something come up where, you know, T.I.'s son thinks he's, you know, T.I. was born in a certain environment, and so his son wants to be from that same environment, but his son was raised in a way better environment than T.I. was. So I guess it got to a point where they were making fun of him, like, you know, you know, you grew up with a silver spoon, and the guy just starts, like, cussing his dad out, like, you know, you know, I was supposed to reel you and calm the... Talking the N word and stuff, and just like being real disrespectful. I'm like, how does this happen? It's like, it's either one, you're trying to be friends with him, and you know, he's treating you like a friend, or two, you weren't around to parent him in the first place. 
I don't think either. I don't think it's either of those. Now let me know what you think, Dan Bowen. I don't, because if you watch that reality show, he yeah. always Ti always had a firm hand on him. I think it's because he's one of the younger kids. Mm-hmm. He's trying. He's still trying to find his niche in the family. I so mean, like, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. How many kids does he have? Enough. Um, <laughs> my bad. No, um, like, I want to say he's got like five. Okay, he's got. Good. I think it's three boys and two girls, something like all that. Right. Right. But moms, um, huh? Different moms. I think. I don't think they all live together. But uh, no, I, no, I don't. I don't think they all because uh, he had he had kids before him and um, Tiny got got married. Okay, but all that to say is, if you look at his two older brothers, mm-hmm. one of them sings rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Like the one looks just like Ti, really? and sings rock, like plays guitar, and sings rock and roll, mm-hmm. uh, and like throwback, like cover band type rock and roll. Yeah, my, and he's good at it. Shout out to my boy Henry Mitchell, man. Oh yeah, shout out That's to Henry, like, man. Henry Mitchell playing rock music, catching bass fish. Yeah, I'm telling you. Let's get it. Um, and then the other kid, you know, he's um he's a rapper too, but he's you know he at least acknowledges where he grew up at. Yeah, let me tell you where this 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 little boy. Started growing where he initially grew up at. It's actually a neighborhood that feeds the school I work at now. <laughs> and then they moved to an even more uh, popular gated community. Mm-hmm. Straight mm-hmm. just up the road mm-hmm. from where we're at. Mm-hmm. So you grew up in two different gated communities. How dare you? Mm-hmm. And then decide you want to cut your dad, man. Yeah. I, 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 me as a parent, I, I don't care how old you are. Because you 19, but you still, at this point, you still finna get snatched up. 40. <laughs> okay, if, oh, okay, if you 40 and I'm 80. Right. I, I would never disrespect my father. And, you know, <laughs> y'all know my relationship with my dad. We are like friends. But I would never disrespect him like that. Like, I would never, ever, ever, ever. Well, I, I knew my dad. My, my dad wasn't a violent person. But I knew if I pulled that, my dad would knock me out. Well, see, and I think <laughs> like, I, I, like I'd be gone. I'd be like, I, I, there was yeah. no desire in my mind to ever engage in a physical altercation with Ron Ains because, again, I never saw him raise his hand against anybody his entire life other than us wrestling as kids. Mm-hmm. But he had the demeanor that I knew if I pulled something, oh, I, I wasn't going to make it out. Yeah. I, and, see, I and, I, and I think that's where some folks get, get it twisted and start, start an argument because. I actually had this conversation with a real good friend of mine yesterday or day before yesterday about, you know, my oldest boy, he's getting to that point now where it's just like, okay, dude, you, he, like he's, this dude's, he's, he's crested five feet now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's like five, five, one, five, two. And he's right at 125 pounds as an 11 year old, just turned 11. Mm-hmm. So I know physically I can't yoke him up, you know, but I think in my mind, I think in his mind, he goes, ooh, daddy give me that look. Let me stop. And I think that, you know, folks will go, oh, you, you, you're intimidating your kids. You're making them scared. But you're making them scared of you. But in some sense, I'm, and I think I can speak for just about everybody here. There was some adult figure you were afraid of when we grew up and we all knew not how not to cross that person. It's a different Yeah, thing. and it's not like fear, like, like, like you're gonna go out, like you're looking to like beat up your kid, but right. the Bible's real clear. Fear is the beginning of all wisdom. Like you it's gotta different. know that that reverence of someone who's in charge of you, someone who raised you. Like it's the difference between fear and scare to me. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. scared. It doesn't say scared is the beginning of all wisdom. It says fear, and that's that reverent fear of that's my dad. I ain't got I ain't got no place to even try that, especially you know if if, if he was a decent enough dad. Like, well, that's on. the thing. That's so that's where that's where I'm kind of getting at sort of here with this Ti situation because I, I don't know. I mean, you see something on VH1, that don't mean that's what it is all the time. Right, because you can edit and splice all you want to. Yeah, that's, that's reality TV. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's reality TV, and none of it's real, in my opinion. But um, you get to the point where, you know, you expose him. You expose him so much, and then he sees his dad on TV, and, you know, while he's locked, dad's locked up, dad's, you know, rumor, mom and dad, rumor to be popping Molly pills in the back of a limo. Like, so and I mean, doing some, and doing some strange folks as a couple, strange things yeah. as a couple. So, I mean, and I mean, according to him in previous interviews, like he was pretty much not raised by his grandma, but he spent a lot of time with his grandmother in the food where, you know, that's where the whole joke was. Like, oh, he went over there because, uh, he liked to suck his pacifier. That was a joke that T.I. made. That's what made him upset because yeah. T.I. pretty much embarrassed him in front of all these people. Told him you sucked your pacifier. He, 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 he was embarrassing himself already, but once T.I. and them started laughing at him about the pacifier, like, at 12, yeah, it gets a little crazy. But <laughs> that is a little <laughs> I know all the dudes sucked their thumbs until it was 14. So, I mean, I, T. Well, I will say, though, it, as a dad, like, it's, it's your job to defuse that situation, not antagonize it. Yeah. I, I had seen yeah. the video. I don't know the, but like, there. I, I feel like there could have been a point where he was like, "Hey, you know what? Like, yeah. my job is not to ridicule. Even if you do feel that way, right? You want to say it, say it. you do the Michael Irvin thing. You go out, you say it, you get it over with. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's in front of people. You're in a public place. You're continuing to do it. Like, what did you expect was going to happen? Well, and well, I think part of all it of a sudden you- you're surprised that he he pops off like that. And I'm like, you. When the pressure build, you know the kid. I mean, even if you he didn't even wasn't there all the time, yeah. you know where his pressure points are. You you should be able to tell he's a hothead like his dad. Yeah, you he, tell he right is, he is, I got I got that on pretty good authority, um, <laughs> and I and I leave it at that. Yeah. But no, but the other piece of it is too. You got to remember, Ti is also in this phase where he is quote unquote transitioning to be a stand up comedian. Mm. So oh, you know, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's in his phase. He's he's done a couple sets here and there, um, at some big events, and I think he's still pursuing it. So that in his mind, I'm thinking, oh, this is an audience to show folks how this is an audience for me to show folks how funny I am mm. by cracking on my son. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, my yeah. son ain't built. He ain't he ain't built like me to take stuff like this. And he, he knew that because if you go, there's an episode where he was talking about how he want to be a rapper at 11 or 12, and he was just like, "You gonna you not quitting school to do it?" And they had they got a, they had this big blow up about it. Mm. Nobody you knows know, so. We know a comedian too. You got to know. You know they were they were talking to uh, what's what's the guy that's in SNL? Bergot, Nate Bergazzi. You know he's real self deprecating on family stuff. But they asked him, you know, you know, do you ever talk about you never talk about your daughter. And he's like, I I know the parts of my family that I could joke about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know. He goes, my daughter is 14 years old. He's like, I, I'm not about to be cracking jokes about my 14-year-old daughter at one of the most, you know, vulnerable. She's vulnerable moments. right now. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to pull all that. Like, I'm not going to do that. So, I mean, even as a comedian, you got to know, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Family stuff's always funny. 
but you also got to know that like your whole your family didn't sign up for that. Like they didn't but, all. But sign. this 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 joke of nineteen. Doing it at your home and doing I mean, it, doing it at your home and doing it in a Falcon suite, yeah. like protected babies. I know he's nineteen, but protected babies, bro. He, yeah. he he looks twelve to me. He looks like a cartoon character. Man, it is it's the teeth, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't see. I didn't see a picture of the son. So he's, but he, he's he's got his real teeth taken out and putting. He's got veneers putting in. He was goofy, gotcha. but he, he's a he's a glamour glamour guy, just like his mommy. <laughs> but um, that's all, man. That that just brought. That's what I wanted to bring to the table this week, man. Just protect the babies, man. Just watch with the ridicule in front of the large. I mean, it's just like and you know you see you see parents out here. At football games, like cussing their children out while they're on the field, like, come on, man, like, yeah, come on. That's all I gotta say. Just come on, man. And and, and you know, that's one thing I do have to be careful about. And I don't get overly critical of my child, you know, playing basketball because again, that's something he says he wants to do. He dreams of, you know, like he well, told us at dinner. Well, you had a conversation after the game where, like, you, you pull him yeah. to the side. You wouldn't scream at him during the freaking game. No. Well, even at my child, like, now it's more about keeping him encouraged in the game because he gets he's already hard on himself, and he gets that from me. Yeah. So he's overly critical. So I'm like, it's more about keeping him encouraged than yeah, it is yeah. tearing him down in the middle of it. Yeah. Build his confidence, build him back up. So I think, I think that's the message is, you know, when do we build kids up? But, you know – you know, did you you over there portraying your life a certain type of way? Okay, I get why you say don't let him go out here with this. If that's a lie, if that's a lie, mm-hmm. check him on it as you should have as yeah. the father. Yeah. But then we move on from there. But I've, I've like I said again, I've also seen how this this particular boy um, blows up when he and throws a tantrum when he doesn't get his way. And you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, he's definitely in the wrong. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to give a little different perspective, but the kid is freaking. Oh, I think the kid. Yeah, don't be wrong. I think the kid. Yeah, you got to chill out, my friend. But but again, I I just always put more responsibility on the 40 year old adult to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he should have definitely. You're in your suite. You are the center of attention. Yeah. You you very easily could have turned that attention away from him to something else. Yeah. And diffuse that situation almost immediately, I'm sure. The kid goes on Instagram live. I'm like, that already lets you know like what he's about. Yeah, yeah, he's all about. But again, most 19, 17, 18, 20, 21 year olds. That's that's what they that's their whole life right now. So I mean, yeah. Um, what was I about to say? I don't remember. Oh, you know, parents. You know, they the kid might have had a you know a. a different you know different perspective on the childhood like you know some some people like oh you know i grew up in a crappy situation you know if a mom dad hears that they're gonna be like you know super defensive and like that's what kind of t i was like listen I, you, you were raised with a silver spoon like i don't want to hear anything about you you know did you grow up with roaches on your face like yeah. that don't mean the kid had a great childhood just because he didn't have roaches on his face waking up like and that's know, what i'm saying like i could easily say oh i grew up in a single parent household yeah True statement however yeah. My yeah. mom would let me know it was a single parent household. She worked the tail off. Yeah. And I still grew up with a lot of the amenities and things that two parent families had. So I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't grow I didn't have it all that bad. Mm-hmm. Well, there there is that. Like everybody, you know, that's everybody wants to want to make it out like they grew up with nothing. Cause I that's the that's the, the <laughs> yeah. badge of, and don't get me wrong, there is folk there are folks that yeah. did that, but yeah. but 
you know, like like Irvin said, when he, I, that's why I like Michael Irvin's thing better because he's like, <laughs> he said it, kid wasn't around, and then he left. He was like, he's look, I worked hard, so you didn't have to do that. And that's the whole yeah. point. The whole yeah. point, like, you know, there's this school of hard. Knocks, like Michael Irvin's uh, like, son, uh, the, rapper. the rap album, the yeah, uh, he's from the hood. Like, no, dude, you're not. You grew up in but, the great but, but, but Ir- Irvin said in his his part where he was like, I got to where I was so that you didn't have to do this. Like, yeah. Yeah. why Why are you going back to where I came from? That's not where we want to go. No, not at all. All right, But y'all. again, again, anything for likes. It, yeah, that's true. It is social media, so I mean, it could be a whole, uh, could have been a whole episode of the new show. Who knows? Could have been a script. Okay. Can't trust nothing, you see. All right, let's look at <laughs> the questions we got. We got two questions. We need some more guys. Fill me up, y'all. Fill me up. Pause. This one's from yep. So yo. <laughs> uh this one's no name. Zach and Gov. Sorry, Drake. Oh, they leave me. This is not good. Zach and Gov. Sorry, Drake. Do you believe in ADD? Well, I believe in it, even though you didn't ask me, you freak. Sorry. Okay. Is ADD? Uh-huh. That's real, right? Y'all let me so know. My, as in like a tef- attention deficit disorder? Yeah, AD, ADD know. or ADHD. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, 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 okay. I, <laughs> what is ADD? I don't know what it is. I don't know. It, just it took me a minute. I'm like, ADD? Do you believe in ADD? Was that a new religion? No. <laughs> I mean, you want to go first or you want me to? You want the science person to go first? Well, that's what I said. You want to go first? That's what I, <laughs> I, I, I'm deferring to you. They didn't ask me, so y'all go ahead. <laughs> Listen, uh, no name. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say this. Um, I yes, I believe it is a real thing. I believe it's a real disease. I believe it's a real condition um, mm-hmm. that needs to be treated in some kids. However, I think we as a society have gotten to a point that we are quick to overdiagnose and overmedicate and use it as the scapegoat. For every for bad parenting, let's just I, I'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are kids that and adults that genuinely have this condition, um, and they genuinely have medication that need that need medication for that condition. But um, but yeah, no, nah, it is it, it, I think is a over it's been overly used as a as an excuse. Yeah, I mean. I'd, I'd echo that. I mean, I would even say, I think you said over, over diagnosed and what, what was the second part you said? Overly medicated. Yeah. I mean, I think for one thing, look, I, I'm all for modern medicine. Look, I, there, nobody is more modern medicine than me. I'm type one diabetes. I wouldn't have been alive a hundred years ago. So like I get it and I'm for it, but you know, there are, there are other ways other than medication. My, my mom will tell you, like if, if I were raised in this generation, I, I would have been ADD and, and she still remembers the day we were, we were at uh at honey Creek elementary school, checking me in doing all at kindergarten and the school psychiatrist psychologist came up to her little old lady. And she said, look, they're going to try and say he's ADD talking about me. Cause I was all over the place. <laughs> and she's go, she goes, put a book in his hand, mm. put a book in his hand, try and get him to start reading early. Let that be the conduit for his mind wandering, get him in a good book. He's just going to keep going. And she did. And I, I mean, I credit, I mean, I don't, and I don't think that's the answer for every ADD kid, but, but I would have been one of those ADD kids. Cause when I finished my work in elementary school, I would just open a book and start reading. And so I, you know, I didn't have the, 
And I've had ADD kids. I mean, you know, Gov, you've had them in your class too. I mean, <laughs> not just my class, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I'm an old, I'm an old school lecturer. And, and I can, I've taken ADD kids who have done just fine in my class, listening to me talking because, because I can guide them and we can work. And so I, it's not that it's, it's not real. It is definitely real. I don't think there's any doubt that it's real. Right. I think it's more about a, like you said, how it's diagnosed and how it's prescribed. And yeah. far too often it becomes a crutch for deeper, more psychological or emotional issues that are not being dealt with. And, and I think that's the thing, because there's a lot of parents and group advocacy groups right now that go there. They are quick to say, oh, go to this doctor. They'll diagnose it. And you can go get your kid that's on this plan in school and call him. And uh, this will be the plan and the excuse for everything. Sure. It's the one size fits all for everything. Sure. And, and and there's a lot of cases where it's not, right. um, you know, it, it you know, there like I said, there are. If you if you got a, a true doctor or psychologist that diagnoses it with fidelity, uh, absolutely. But again, I think there's a lot of, and I think that's where education's gotten to to a point where, um, because of these types of groups, um, folks are, oh, let me go get this. I want one for my kid. I want all of this for my kid so that I can get all of this, and that way when they get in trouble, oh, we can just hide behind this mm. versus the, you know, like Zach said, getting to the real root of where things are stemming Probably from. Parents impatient. Well, and you know, too, I mean, kind of, I'm all for 504 plans and I'm all for IEPs and that kind of stuff, but but you got to also know as a parent what those IEPs and those 504 plans should be doing if they're done correctly is, is training them to when they get out of school mm-hmm. when they will not have those things. They will and not to, have to help them level the, the learning loss is right. really you, what they're for. You can carry a little bit of that into college, but but you don't get all those supports in college. And then when you get out, you you don't get that at all. And so what what those plans should be doing or whatever whatever track you have with your kid, it should be something not to excuse bad behavior or to excuse mm-hmm. falling behind. What it should be is a support to continue to get them ahead. And get them on grade level with everybody. That's else. it. To level their learning loss or learning deficit to make them equal to everybody else not giving advantage. Correct. All right. I like that. I like them answers there. That's why you come to the diapers and dog houses. Not for me. <laughs> I wouldn't I don't give you an answer anyway. All right. Uh this is from Saint Nick. What are you getting the kiddos for Christmas? Ah, oh, crap. Here we go. I'm done. I'm already done. You done? Yo, yeah. I got a little bit more left to do. But we're, bought, we're, we're pretty. I ain't bought nothing yet, but I know what I'm getting. I know what I got, and I, I don't want to say it because my voice is echoing right now. Well, now. Relax. You got to relax. Um, just, know, just know it's two letters and a number right behind it. AK-47? No. I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> PS5? Oh, there we go. Four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Because that, that that was on that was on the list. Drew wants. Uh, you got him before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they L- listen. I ain't, uh, I ain't paid all that money for you to be bad at a video. Game. <laughs> I'm not paying all that money for you to go tear something up. And it's not for me. Mario Kart into the wall. No, not doing it. I can I can lose 130 dollars and be okay. Yeah. Not not five. Yeah. I'm gonna give yeah. Drew some. Drew wants money, man. Drew said he wants to uh, some rope, robux or something, bro. 
Man, listen, I, I had to put an end to that in this house. Yeah, we don't we don't do it at all. So I had to put an end to that because it, it, it just got we tried it for a little while, got ridiculous. And now because the issue is my kids have lost sight of what real money is used for. Mm. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, Let's it's, not forget <laughs> you got, you got some personal experience there. <laughs> $175 worth. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, luckily he's uh, <laughs> he ain't got that issue yet, but uh, yeah, he, I mean, I'm just giving what he want, man. I'm giving him a hundred dollars or something, two hundred dollars, and you know, yeah, we're, right. we're, 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 we're not, I'm not, I'm not gonna let him spend it all on that. I mean, I'm just giving him some, some money, and like, hey, you know, let's divvy it up. Give him some flash. He likes shoes. Now he's starting to become a sneakerhead like his daddy. Used to. Okay, so mine, mine is starting to get into that, and I'm and I've been fighting it. Yeah, I see. Because the, the problem is, my oldest one, he already wearing, he's already in men's size shoes. Yeah, mine is too. And uh, luckily, he's not like a Jordan guy, so you know, he, I'm able to not have not spent two hundred bucks on shoes yet. But I, I made the mistake of getting a, 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 I found a pair, like a good one, a nice pair of like kids Jordans. Yeah, and, and like Gus wore, at least I'll tell you, Gus wore them things until they fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> they were falling, and he was like, "Dad, I need another pair of these Jordans." And I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, I can't find them at the store all the time, man." That was, a, I think yeah. I found those at the store when he was like two years old. I'm like, "I'll put these on the shelf and hold on to them." Yeah. Hey, just just a shout out. Uh, Facebook Marketplace is a decent place. Yeah, to find Jordans for kids because again, yeah. their feet grow so fast, and you True. really don't want to spend that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty low key. I mean, uh, Gus, he's getting a skateboard. I, I bought him this Black Panther helmet that he wanted. That he, you know, he's still obsessed with with yeah. Jungle Cats and superheroes that are connected to that. And y'all doing Santa Claus? Huh? Yeah, we do. I mean, I think I'm getting to the end with my old. Yeah, son. I think this might yeah, be. It's done with Drew. It's done for Drew. Already? Oh, yeah. We, we have a sneaking suspicion that Ella knows. Yeah. But Ella Ella's a lot like me. Like, I knew for a long time that he wasn't real, but I didn't say nothing. Yeah. Because I didn't think we was going to get presents anymore if I said <laughs> You were smart. I, I think I was like 11, maybe even going on 12 before my mom was like, Zach, <laughs> you know Santa's not. And I was like, what? But see, but see my what? issue. See, my problem is, I got a wide gap. I got yeah. a t- I got a ten year gap. Yeah, yeah. I, I so gotta, I, I, I got to keep one. Gotta, and Gus Gus still has a good couple years. Like I told Drew. I told Drew if he's supposed to for Sean, it's over. I'm not getting nothing. So he better. Oh yeah, Ella, Ella. Once she finds out, she's got to know. You yeah. you do it now. My brother, on the other hand, he didn't care. My brother would knew he was getting a guitar from Santa one Christmas, and so my mom would be gone. My brother be upstairs playing his guitar. Like, <laughs> he was like, "I got something to tell you," and I'm like, "Why? Why would you did that just so you could play your guitar?" He's like, "Yeah, that's fun." Look, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I figured it out. It was um, I saw the uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Megazord mm. in a box. Mm. Shout out to mom. Yeah, Mama Dukes. Yeah, oh, man, that's one of them good gifts right there. I and I hate it because kids. she she gave it away to somebody, and my brother was looking it up because we had the box and everything. Still, we could resold that thing for a few hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, because it was the original. That was. I always found my gifts, bro. They were always in the attic, the same spot. I go over there every try my clothes on, bro. I'd be a there wild. <laughs> Shout out to my dudes, man. She always made her way, bro. Uh, uh, that's hilarious. I was more upset about. Finding out wrestling was fake, bro. That that hurt me. <laughs> Santa Claus, bro. 
<laughs> String ain't really splash on the folks like that. Uh, you know, and it was bad when I I think when I finally figured that figured that out, I was like, oh man. I mean, I was butt hurt too. <laughs> but I think that's what, that was right when the allure of it went away too. Hey, speaking of, we need an outing coming up. One of my students, she films for the local wrestling that comes through Newton County. Oh, word. The wrestlers out in Porterdale. And she's oh, been yeah. telling me, she's like, Mr. Ainge, I really think you would enjoy it. Like, I think if you and the guys came out, like, she's like, they got the luchadors out there with the masks on. Okay. She's like, it, they, they, she's like, they really, really put like a big effort on. She does like the, like her dad does like the camera work. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, Zion, I'm like, are you, like, is it really that good? She's like, Mr. Ames, it's fun. It's I got to try. I, I, you know what? That might be the next outing. I I do it. I, I need to go one day. So produce it. That was the doghouse presents. Ooh, I wrestling. Sponsors. Sponsor gotta be twenty dollars. We'll probably get sponsored easy over there, bro. Yeah. $25 <laughs> get our name all over there. We'll probably get our name on the ring. In the ring, middle of the ring, twenty five dollars. <laughs> Life is the doghouse. I don't know what kind of listeners we're gonna start getting. <laughs> <laughs> hey Holmes, <laughs> All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all listening. All that good stuff. We'll catch y'all next week. You gonna watch Napoleon this weekend? What we doing, man? Yeah, let me uh let me talk release to see. Uh maybe that Saturday. Georgia, that Georgia Alabama. I ain't watching that. Oh, hold on. You're not watching Georgia Alabama. Oh, uh, I'm an Auburn fan. Have y'all boys got exposed? My, yeah, my, my, listen, Auburn, y'all had, you had your chance last week. How did I go with that fourth down? I don't wanna I, I don't wanna bring it up again. I'm still recovering. I'm still I'm still mad at Auburn. <laughs> I know it. I know it would have been a question with us if they beat us or not. Look, the, the fact is, is that more often and Saban said that himself. Saban was like, more often than not, that goes their way and not ours. So I mean, we were due for a it it not to go our way. Like almost always, it's it's Auburn upsetting them. So for them to get it, I'm like, I guess, I guess I'll give it to you this Let time. Me give an update too to the people on this fantasy league. Where y'all laying on here? I hope y'all ain't about to embarrass. I think I'm saying I'm like next. You know, I lost this week by a point. Type of dog house. Shout out to Relevant IT, the best IT company in the in the state. Y'all holler at them for all your IT needs. I'm clearly not making the playoffs in this league. What, oh, what's your record, Uncle? Man, Phil, I'm like four and seven or four and eight. Four and I eight. think I'm six. I think I'm six and six. Like I said, I lost this week, but I literally lost by a point. I think one point two five. Top top what goes to the playoffs? Top six. Six. All right, I'm in the playoffs. Right. If I make the playoffs. I could be dangerous on a good week if, if Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek decide to hook up then, to or decide to. Try the Fred G. Sanford seven game win streak ten and two. Your boy is number two. I mean, how at you, kid? I'm what eleven or twelve. You are number eleven, Uncle Phil. <laughs> Who use that? Uh, I forgot to change my name to a dad. It's Saquon. What now? Come on. I, I forgot. You're the only one that ain't a dad. You see, this is your podcast. Saquon what now? Okay, you're number six. All right, I had already named it, and then you came back later and was like, oh, we're going to be dads. And I, I, I don't even know how to change the name on my team. <laughs> I, I guess I guess in about two weeks, it'll be rest in peace on the field for real. Man, you're six. <laughs> hey, it ain't over, I don't think. You see, four and eight. If you oh, mathematically, out, I can't make it. If you win out and somebody loses out, I mean, you can make it. Lester Jenkins, leave your uh, whoever that is. Leave your uh, leave your team alone for the week. <laughs> I don't even after after I, I literally got beat one forty three to one forty four. I said, you know what? I'm over this. It's over. I'm over. It. I'm all the way over. It. 
Shout out to my boy Steve Fred G. Seth. He's putting the work in, boy. Who am I playing? Michael Kyle. Let me see. I'm project. I'm projected to win, but I was projected to win last week too. Michael, I was and I, I Michael Kyle was projected to go zero and whatever. He had the worst Yahoo grade ever on fantasy football. And what's his record? He's at he's five one. and seven. He's in ninth. He better than uh better than good. Look, they don't take much. Yeah, his team. He drafted like four quarterbacks. The, the dumbest draft I've ever seen. All right, guys. Love y'all. All right, bud. See you. Be easy. Y'all have a good week. All right. See you, guys. Bye.